gets better. Say that it gets better. O-P-S, I'm O-P-S, I'm gay. Hello everyone in the podcast universe, this is Gage. The podcast that thinks you're so unbearably hot, it wants to shoot itself in the face with your dick. <laughs> I mean, does the hotness really matter to you? you just any dick is cool? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a certain selection criteria that goes into it. Okay, top top, t- top three. Dick. Alive. Uh, in my bed. <laughs> Great. Very discerning. Yep. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Guy Getz. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. We're back in the in the studio, which is now what we, I guess, call here. My living room. Your living room. <laughs> Dining room. Um, after our live show. So now I'm feeling a little less pressure. Yeah, we did a live show. We did a live show, yeah. and Talked about blowjobs in front talked, of a bunch of people. Obviously, we talked about blowjobs. You know, I thought having it be friends, because we started small. I, I, I thought doing it with friends, that it would actually make it easier no i was far more self-conscious because it was people that we knew yeah like sometimes when you're on stage the lights are so bright on the stage that you can't see anyone out there and you can just pretend they don't exist mm-hmm. but we couldn't do that because like we're we need to get i'm just waiting for our you know three thousand person symphony hall that we're going to perform at next yeah oh yeah then that's next too next that's yeah like <laughs> it's tomorrow 15 people in in, in <laughs> To, to you know, three thousand. That's a normal. Yeah, yeah. That's a normal progression. Yeah. Uh, today we're going to talk about guns. The totally not controversial, or even a little bit. I, I don't know what to say. I feel like we're going to take a little bit of a different perspective on it because it's not just. I feel like everything I'm hearing, especially from the left side, which is like most of my friends, people I follow you know it's just like guns suck y'all are dumb but we're gonna kind of explore it a little bit more than that yeah but first but first uh a quick correction a couple of people pointed out that the eagle is not technically a national chain the eagle bar which is a, a there's a like one in every city yeah which is surprising yeah i've heard about the new york eagle and yeah just we have one in seattle and i just thought there's one the in minneapolis thing. which trapped those football players there because they thought oh, they right. were going oh, for right. their team from philadelphia so I just want to throw that correction out there and then say I looked into it. A couple of people sent in articles and that's a, it's a really interesting story. So we'll have an episode about that sometime in the near future. Okay. I, we've gotten some great emails. One of my favorite direct to the point quote, by the by I'm by and I make pie Nick. Okay. 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 Nick, thank you for writing in. I really appreciate that. But if you remember, we said we needed to have a video of you eating pie and being into people of both genders. Yeah. Yeah. We got no such proof. This could be, this doesn't, maybe your name isn't Nick. Maybe it's Lick. Maybe it's Schmick. Maybe you're not bi. Maybe you're bi curious. What if it's Nick the Dick from Philadelphia Eagles? <gasps> Big Dick Nick. Big Dick Nick. Nick. <laughs> Erase all the other things we cared about. <laughs> Send us your dick. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be totally fine. So potential, potentially by people might make pie. Anecdotal evidence of pie making. <laughs> we have no pictorial proof. Yeah. Pictorial. Ew, that word sounds gross. I don't like that I said that. Yeah. It sounds um, like a centerfold thing. Yeah, it does. It sounds like something Hugh Hefner would say. Is he dead? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. He's real dead. He didn't say that recently. Just in the then. last year or two, I think. Oh, but somehow he still gets more women than most men. More than I do. More than, or want to. Um, 
another one. Uh, so Jacob sent us a message. He bought his first two sex toys. Oh, after listening to us, what are they, Jacob? What are they? What two sex toys did you buy? And did I sell them to you? Like, should I get a cut of the commission? <laughs> yes, <on these? laughs> yes. I don't know why you would get a cut of him because we urged people. If it was like a dildonics, teledildonics, teledildonics, dildoninator, um, then. <laughs> we definitely need a cut because that we were pushing those hard um <laughs> the hardest the, so hard and messy also he sent us a hundred dollar wine voucher which oh, is right. so yeah. sweet what we're gonna do is one wind it up yeah wine town we're going to downtown to wine town that's not a place it's a place in my head that i get to when i drink wine but yep. we're also going <laughs> we're also going to donate a hundred dollars to a charity Instead of just accepting that voucher, we're going to take the $100 and donate it to the Trevor Project. To the Pr Trevor Project. I didn't know if we had decided that. Or we had, I'd but made... I just, I, okay, that, that sounds better than some charity. <laughs> <laughs> we at some point will vaguely donate some money to something. I also thought Or Trevor... the Human Rights Campaign. Either one. No, I thought Trevor Project in my head. That was the first one. Great. Sorry, HRC. You got second billing yeah. and you didn't make the cut. The Trevor Project, which has nothing to do with my ex-husband. <laughs> That is, I also think, like, that must be weird for you to... Anyway, Trevor Project is a great organization that helps LGBT youth. Saying the word youth automatically makes you old. Okay, L young, LGBTQ young people um, that... Not kill themselves. Not kill themselves. It helps prevent suicide, um, which there's a lot of in our world, and especially for youth. Yep. Okay, I have a Kyle Reads the News article. Okay. Um... So in new, now, next, um, there was something that was new, now, and next. And a cop in New Jersey. The, I, I disagree with the naming of this. Okay. Because new, uh, new, now, next, that's, it can't be now and next at the same time. Okay. Dear, <laughs> this is turned into a letter to the editor. <laughs> Dear, new, now, next. Rethink you, your brand. You can't be that. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, according to new sometime in the general present, next. <laughs> Does that work? That's a little sure. better. A little less alliterative, but that's fine. Um, a cop in New Jersey is suing the sheriff for homophobic, homophobic harassment and wrongful termination. Um, so, mm -hmm. uh, and from everything I read, it's like well, totally legit. He was called homo and fag. Um, he was asked invasive. Is he a homo? Yeah, he's gay. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. I mean, okay, go ahead. But, uh, like, it doesn't sound like they were doing it pleasantly. Yeah. I mean. Sup, homo? I work with frat guys. I hear that sometimes, right? Like, they call each other fag or whatever. and that Like, like two straight guys? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that doesn't mean it's true. So that's why I'm qu but I don't, clarifying. Like, is I this actually a gay cop or? Yeah, I don't feel great about two straight guys talking to each other saying, sup, fag. Yeah, me neither. It's, it's upsetting. Oh, okay. Um, it's a whole other thing. Okay. <laughs> Straight guys. You have so many words you can use. Pick another one. Um, people asked him invasive questions about his HIV status. Ooh. Um, one of his coworkers accused him of having AIDS and told people not to touch him. Like, yeah. this is not that. Are you serious? Yeah, uh, 1990 called. They want their feelings about AIDS back. <laughs> they want their paranoia and homophobia back. Well, in case in case anybody out there is that dumb and listens to us, 
which I think that's actually a pretty, that's a good, pretty good subsection of our demographic. <laughs> you can't get AIDS by just touching somebody. No, you need to get like blood. Semen. Semen. You need to either be a Dracula or a semen Dracula. <laughs> what semen Dracula? You know, like they're I not. I love that so much. They're just. <gasps> I'm a semen Dracula. I guess. I'll suck your semen. <laughs> um, okay, but this is not what I actually wanted to bring up. I wanted to bring up um, a line from the article. It said, quote, he was mocked for being girlish despite being an ex-Marine. And that line particularly stood out. I think in general, this writer, you know, was, well, I mean, it's a news article, so I don't think they're supposed to take sides. But I mean, doesn't that line imply that girls can't be Marines? There, there's that. There's like, does it matter that he was an ex-Marine? Like, should he be called girlish? It implies that girlish is a, like, there's just so many things wrapped up in that one phrase. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's like, no, 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 no. He wasn't girlish. He was butch. Like that makes it as if calling a like sissy gay girlish is cool or, you know, like it yeah. just, there's a lot of weird things wrapped up in that yeah, yeah, yeah. sentence and f- phraseology. Yeah. If I may. That, how, how, how dare they feminize our armed forces like that? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, they're, even the ladies are men in the army, in the marines no. that might be true though well know. we didn't we not let oh i can't this is bad trans joke sorry trans people you are great um no it's trump's america they can't be in the army anymore no they didn't they like say no no no, no we're back in yeah okay but, but that was the official ruling the judge banged the hammer stick and said no 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 you're back in <laughs> gavel 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 <laughs> <laughs> so that was uh, Kyle Reads the News. Uh, this is not a reading of the news because I didn't have, actually have an article, but did you watch the Oscars last night? Yeah, yeah no. <clears throat> no? That was, I don't know why I thought I did suddenly because um, I tried so hard to watch it through the internet, but people are still dumb and don't let me watch it through the internet. It's so fucking annoying. Yeah. I don't, I'm not going to buy your cable package. Yeah. yeah. Like, so I just did like, it's not that I'm going to buy your cable package since you won't let me watch it on the internet. I'm just not going to watch it yeah. and then watch it on YouTube later. You, like you can on Xbox or at least I was able to watch the golden globes on Xbox. You probably have to like plug in. I looked at like, I, yeah, you have to like plug in your cable thing package that you have. And Oh, maybe you might have, yeah, you, like, you might be right in Hulu. It only works in certain zip codes. Fuck TV. Like just give me, let me watch things on the internet. I demand <laughs> demandingly good job thanks Is okay it fixed yet? yes they <laughs> I just received word so did you see Adam eyebrows rip on yep. tuxedo yep. on the red carpet yep he wore a like pretty basic looking tuxedo except had a leather harness on um like oh un the jacket had like leather on the shoulders and then it looked like the the harness went over his white dress shirt, but under like parts of the, it went under the jacket. Yeah. I mean, I've gone a full 180 on him. Like, you know, when <laughs> we first talked about him, I was like, eh, like, now that he's, he's a awesome. leather daddy, you're just like, do it to me. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> Why are you wearing that white shirt? Why weren't you wearing not that white shirt yeah. and just the leather harness? Yeah. Um, no, I loved the, like, you know, the, it's just like a, 
it was a super gay, cool thing that I bet people, not everyone got. And I loved it. It was awesome. Yep. Super gay. Yeah. And the pics, all the pictures that showed of him, like were just straight faced. Yep. Um, and like, he just looked like, yeah, I got a harness on. Okay. Sup. Fucking deal with it. Yeah. And my eyebrows are great. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? I could double somersault twirl your neck off. I don't know things about figure skating. I can't <laughs> Even say. after we did a figure skating episode, you just don't know <laughs> I don't anything. Know. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I just wanted to mention his tuxedo because yeah. yeah. it was fantastic. Did you hear Francis McDormand's equality writer, inclusion writer comment that's making the some buzz? No, but I'm terrified of her. <laughs> if Doesn't she look scary? Uh, she just looks like... Um, if an energetic puppy like was also a serial killer, <laughs> like she just looks like her eyes would constantly be open and she would like be hard to sit still. She just seems like I don't understand her. When I look at her, I don't get, it doesn't make sense to me. It's like Picasso. It's just like, what are you a painting of? Yeah. yeah. Francis McDormand. Um, she, she gives off this uneasy aura that I just, I feel nervous about whatever she's on which is good because it commands attention yeah. i'm like yes i will listen to whatever you say as long as you don't kill me yep yep through exactly the tv somehow through yeah <laughs> she's gonna the ring style crawl through the tv and just <laughs> act until you're dead um she won <gasps> we should manufacture and sell gayish branded francis mcdormat <laughs> <laughs> it's just her face looking intense at you <laughs> hi maybe it just says hi in the corner welcome <laughs> um at the end of her speech she said i have two words for you inclusion writer which and then everyone was like what the fuck's an inclusion writer apparently uh you could in your contract uh put uh, like big stars could say the you know, tertiary characters of a, any kind of TV or movie need to be, uh, diverse. Hmm. It needs to be mm -hmm. representatively mm -hmm. diverse. Representatively. That's probably a word. Um, like re reflecting whatever location they're in. Okay. So it can't just be like a bunch of white dudes in the background. Like it needs to, which I love that idea. So I saw your tweet from the gayish account about that. Yeah. And now I wonder if it's not writer, but if it's writer, like a contract writer. Yeah, that, that's what it is. Oh, okay. Okay. Maybe I just misread it. Yeah, probably. Because I'm, you know me and I'm perfect. Well, yeah. So it's definitely your fault. Yep. Great. Glad we settled that. <laughs> Great. I'm treating you like a Francis McDormand. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Walking all over you. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> just don't kill me. Don't hurt me, Francis. <laughs> Do you want to talk about guns? No. Nope. Okay. I have a new segment. Oh, okay. Oh. I have a new segment. This is even new to me. I think I it's going to be fun. I okay. think it's going to be fun. I unilaterally decided for this week, but we can, in the future, we can work on it together. <laughs> okay. It is the listener one-liner of the week. Okay. And it is, if it fits in 140 characters or less and it's hilarious, I will read it on the air. Um, Do you know Twitter expanded its, where its text count? The point is don't write a fucking novel and expect it to be something that I read. It's not going to happen. It needs to be just short and happy and a sentence and hilarious and not too long. Okay. Do you have one? Yep. Okay. This one is from Scott Schwartz of Chicago, Illinois, who says, quote, 
Observation of the day. If your grinder or scruff pick is you with your cat, you just scream fist fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) It's true though. (sighs) I hate cats so much. They just, they're like the Francis McDormand of animals. (laughs) They terrify. I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know what they're doing. I don't understand them. Yep. Um, I love that. Do you, wait, was that from a Twitter thing? Uh, That was uh, a direct message on Facebook. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yep. But send in your one-liners of the week and we will read the best one. Um, cool. Uh, now I have to, I'm introducing a new segment. Oh God. You just wanted to talk about guns a second ago. Is this, you just came up with this so that you could surprise me and like yeah, revenge. I'm, yeah. I'm feeling left out. Okay, great. So the segment of the week is called Kyle flips Mike off. <laughs> <laughs> you're bad at that. Why? Cause you're just like your fingers just straight up in the air. That's, That's exactly like, like you've got to have some, you got to have some panache to it. Hey, Mike, like put some like, no, your dumb fingers. You don't like the rest of your fingers shouldn't be. It looks like you tried to play guitar with four of your fingers and they just got stuck in that position. Your, th- I disagree. Yours yeah. looks like you've got some sort of problem with your knuckles. No, they're right. They're just chilling. They're this is the furthest distance my knuckles can be from the top of my finger. And that's the most fuck you I can offer. All right. We're going to post a picture in the Facebook group of both Kyle and I flipping off the camera and (laughs) it's going to be a bird off and everybody can vote on whose is less dumb. The answer is mine. (laughs) They were doing pretty good. They took a weird turn when they tried to introduce all these segments that no one could see. Um, (laughs) Okay. Do you want to talk about guns? Let's talk about guns. Okay. Scares me. Um, Guns or this segment? Both. Okay, sure. Yeah, me too. Uh, Why don't you say things about them to me? Okay. Well, so we're talking about guns and I figured what's the gayish angle. Mm -hmm. So I I wanted to talk about the Orlando Pulse nightclub shooting. Uh, I'm glad you're not talking about something up your butt with guns. (laughs) I, I, someone at some time must have put the barrel of a gun up their own ass i'm sure and like how like accidents with that i just can't yeah. Ooh. okay sorry <laughs> let's not talk about that anyway yeah speaking of people who want things up their ass but in a sad way <laughs> <laughs> that's a good transition uh, for, pe- for people who don't know on june 12th 2016 a guy named omar mateen who was a 29 year old security guard killed 49 people and wounded 58 others in the Pulse nightclub, which was a gay nightclub in Orlando, Florida. Now, it was at the time the deadliest mass shooting in United States history. Uh, that record only lasted for a year because then the Las Vegas shooting happened, which killed more people. Um, but but it's still the deadliest U.S. shooting in which the killer did not commit suicide. Hmm. Um, and it particularly targeted the Latino latina community yeah well so it was latin night um which i think is just every night in orlando but um, (laughs) the city is latin night (laughs) yeah yeah and uh, will smith yeah (laughs) um but yeah i I mean whether uh, it's unclear whether he was targeting latin people or if it just happened to be primarily latin people because that's who was there but uh yeah yeah it was mostly you know it was a lot of latin latinx folks that uh were were the victims so 
everyone focused primarily on his ties to ISIL or ISIS. And, you know, the, the politics of that, I'm not sure how much to go into, but it was it was pretty obvious that they were desperate to make it seem like he was as foreign, as Muslim, as mm. extremist as possible. Uh, but one of the things that people might not know or remember is the rumors about his sexuality. I only remembered that when you told me earlier. Like, I completely forgot about that part of it. Yeah, and I think because it was mostly successful that they, hmm. they tried to pin this on religious extremism. So... Let's see. An unnamed police academy classmate said that Mateen asked him out around 2006 and that they had spent time at gay bars together after class going through the police academy hmm. and that he believed that Mateen was gay. I didn't hear that. Yeah. He also said that Mateen was socially awkward and disliked by their classmates. Oh. Well, uh, I guess I can't feel too bad for this guy. Like, yeah. In Yeah. <laughs> Wait, which guy? <laughs> Mateen? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't humanize him. Yeah, right? I'm <laughs> like, like, oh, he felt rejected. Yeah, he then he just went and murdered people. Okay. Um, a man who self-identified as Mateen's lover of two months, Miguel, stated that he believed the massacre was out of revenge against Latino men because Mateen learned that he may have been exposed to HIV from a Puerto Rican man with whom he had had sex. So there are two different people that say it's related, that... that think or confirm or whatever that he's gay yeah mm. yeah and 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 trying to provide motive for the yeah. crime that yeah. the reason that he was going to this club on this night was to go and kill latinx people because he banged a puerto rican and the puerto rican said oh i'm hiv positive you might have hiv now jesus now the autopsy results said nope he didn't have hiv that but uh Still, I mean, it doesn't matter if he, if he thought he might and he's crazy, then yeah. he went and decided to get revenge. I feel like so many gay, like where the gay person is murdering people, like gay men specifically, where they're, they are the murderer, it's a weird word, um, is like they, I lost my train of thought because I thought of mur rural murder, rural murder. <laughs> <laughs> rural juror the murderous rural juror anyway um <laughs> hey mike hey kyle how's it going good how's this yeah it's pretty good yeah. just chilling jackson okay i was saying something about a point that was great is it too soon to say um that they changed the name to the no pulse nightclub <laughs> <laughs> it's always gonna be too soon for that um <laughs> so I feel like when the gay man, gay men that are murderers tend to like a lot of them are connected back to they're angry at the gay community. They uh, and something related to HIV or AIDS. Yeah. Like, well, and and I, I don't know if there's a pattern here, but the fact that they are gay or there are signs that they were gay, but their outward life wasn't gay, mm. that there's this repression. Yeah. Right. Like some sort of recognition that they are gay or attracted to same sex on the inside. But then um but but then their their real life not so much. For instance, this Mateen yeah. guy was married to his second wife, and they had a son together. Hmm. It, with despite all of this stuff that fed into the crime allegedly. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just goes to show that like denying who you are and stuffing it way down inside and trying to trying to deny that makes you crazy. Yeah. Although I mean, 
you and I both denied and stuffed things down and we didn't kill anyone. And I'm a fucking train wreck. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, when you get close to shooting up the nightclub, let me know. Um, No, but so like this guy had to have some kind of other like I completely agree that's fucked up it does not help anything it's really bad for people but like he also had to have some kind of like psychotic or something thing about him that would make this an okay option versus the rest of us who just cry in our rooms yeah 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 i mean there's also a religious aspect to this right that he he was muslim okay when i meet someone who i think is gay but is not outwardly gay yeah always want to know about the religion and like if i can ask them about it and then they say like yes i am christian i'm muslim i'm whatever then i'm like oh got it it's your religion like that's just as i know that's like way too broad and blanket assumption but that's just what i do if they say catholic or mormon i'm like oh honey yep sorry i'm sorry (laughs) let's talk when you're ready (laughs) yeah here's my card you'll need it sometime (laughs) in the next you know one to 20 years i promise yeah Yep, yep, You're yep. so, so gay. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Uh, some more stuff about this dude, Mateen. Uh, at least four regulars at Pulse said that they had seen him in the nightclub before. Wow. On no fewer than a dozen occasions. One of them said that he would sometimes become drunkenly loud and belligerent. And at other times he would drink in a corner by himself. Which goes to show you always fuck the drunkest person in the room <laughs> yeah, right. they may be crazy and kill you. you you are saving lives you are saving lives if you sit on a drunk dick <laughs> as best you can you wiggle that soft puppy right into your holescape <laughs> uh, uh, another witness said that he had accounts on grinder and adam for adam and uh ooh, we know we we know adam for adam is where all the murderers are (laughs) a disproportionate amount of gay murderers are on adam for adam i almost guarantee you if they're not robots they're a murderer yeah if they're neither a robot nor a murderer they're gross like yeah okay (laughs) um and a, a third witness said that he would try to pick up men at at the nightclub that pulse sounds pretty like I mean, he sounds pretty gay based on all that stuff. Yep. But according to the FBI, they think that the witnesses are mistaken. They officially doubt that he was gay. They said that the FBI found no photographs, text messages, smartphone apps, pornography, or cell tower location data that suggested Mateen lived a gay life, closeted or otherwise. Which, okay... I mean, maybe he didn't take his cell phone when he when he went to the bar. Maybe he deleted all of that shit the day before because he was gonna go commit this crime. I don't I don't know, but the FBI, at least officially, says that there's no evidence to support those claims. Huh? That's so crazy, especially with like at least six people saying like either we hooked up or he asked me out or he was at the bar. Like, yep. Well, and then maybe. Maybe they needed him to be not a uh, uh, repressed gay rage domestic mm. terrorist, right? That doesn't that doesn't help us go to war in Afghanistan. Mm. So yeah, um, so they they guided it towards a political outcome rather than like it, trying to find the truth. Yeah, they didn't try very hard to connect those dots because Mike, because... are you claiming that our government 
might be, have its own bias and end goal and, and may guide things that way instead of following the truth and what's best for us? I don't know. That's preposterous. So, so, Mateen's first wife, his ex-wife, claimed that his dad had called him gay while in her presence. And her current fiancé said that she, his family, and others believed that he was gay. And that, quote, the FBI asked me not to tell this to the American media. Shut the fuck up. FBI, why are you so secret? Why are you why are you keeping so many secrets? I don't get it. Um they asked him if he was gay. He took the dick out of his mouth and said no. And then he kept going. Maybe FBI stands for fucking butthole invaders. <laughs> Just keeping that under wraps. Yep. Under the wrap of a belt. Um yep. or a cute Pashmina. Uh the last thing I'll say about him, his father. Mir Sadiq Mateen said that uh, Mateen had gotten angry just the day before. Oh, no, the same day of the shooting. He had seen him get angry after seeing a gay couple kiss in front of his family, which he suggested might have been a motivating factor. Like, he was that not gay that when he saw gay people kiss, that made him snap and he went on this rampage. Might be like the straw that broke the homo's crack. (laughs) (laughs) Um... That I did not know all that stuff. And there's like conspiracy in there. Wow. I know, right? It's a, tw- a twisted, sordid tale. What a... T- <laughs> exactly. And the feel-good story of 2016. <laughs> uh, I, uh, all, all kidding aside, I know that I mentioned it before, but I, I was in Orlando for a fraternity conference last summer, and uh, I and a bunch of gay fraternity brothers went there to pay our respects, and it's just... It's overwhelming. Yeah. It's, it's incredibly powerful. Uh, place to visit and to see the outpouring of support from the community and the little shrines and, and like flowers and messages um, in, in that parking lot. The club is co- closed now, by the way. Hmm. Uh, it was really, it was really intense and really powerful. And I, I know that we m- made some, some jokes about it, but it, it definitely is not funny. Yeah. How about that downer? <laughs> <laughs> we made some jokes but it's not funny so do, do i need to cut all the jokes i don't know yeah we'll see um we're good people we promise we're good um great so that happened um, let me take you to a better time so that was you mentioned june 12th yep 2016 yep on november 8th 2016 donald trump takes office no Oh, okay. Elected. He was office? elected president. Inauguration days in January. Sure. He's been president since January of 2017. Yeah, okay. F- fine. He was he he takes office in the election. <laughs> he was elected. So, I'm trying to make my thing molded into something right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If you end up editing it, you could probably get like anything that you need said. <laughs> Just let me hold on. I'm going to read the dictionary so I can edit anything together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A. Mm-hmm. Aardvark. Aardvark. <laughs> Apple. Okay. Um, and uh, according, I read an article in the Huffington Post that said... Fake news. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, that said uh, that in 2017, there was a uh, 86%, per- 
86. Ooh, Freudian slip. Ooh. Hey, everybody. You know what I'm thinking about. Yeah, that's right. This is Late Night Kyle with Kyle. Guns make your dick hard. <laughs> Stick it up my ass and hope nothing goes off. Um, okay. Good lord. Okay. <laughs> So, g- serious topic of guns. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 2017, there was 86% increase in LGBT hate-based homicides. So, some stats about those hate-based homicides, LGBT hate-based homicides. 71% were LGBT people of color. So, we know that people of color tend to be overly uh represented like uh, you know i've been looking a lot at the trans murders that have been happening yep. they tend to be people of color yep. uh 45 uh of them occurred to cisgendered men during a hookup oh wow yeah wow yeah okay okay don't do don't it. bang where you can be seen with by somebody with a gun so is that just anywhere is there anywhere you can't be I don't know. I'd like shot with a gun. My my bedroom has like only one window and it is always closed. <laughs> no, it's not like through the window. It's like the hookup, the hookup person, the person you're hooking up with. Oh, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Honestly, when you when you first when you first said that, I thought, okay, so that's like somebody with a gun, like a sniper, stumbles upon two dudes banging, and they're like, oh, this is fucking stupid, and they bang, <laughs> like then they shoot them. I'm just thinking of like what straight like I don't know why straight people care so much about what I put in my butt, but like that is the like the scenario that straight people worry about. They're like walking casually down the street and then they trip over something and look back and like, oh my god, that's two dudes <laughs> fucking. What are you doing? This has got to stop. You can't. I yeah no. Uh, it's, um, uh, it's like during the hookup, they like get what killed. you're saying is. Far more terrifying, which is yes, like like hey, come over, let's hook up, and then blammo, and then <laughs> and then Batman shows up and blammo, <laughs> kapow, um, yeah, they get dead. Um, mm. it's yeah, don't hey everybody, have you considered not hooking up with anyone ever? Because or being a person of color, because <laughs> that's how you don't die. Um, so I wanted to mention those two things because they were interesting, and then. Lastly, more to the point, 59% of victims were killed with guns. Mm-hmm. So a good amount of the hate-based homicides were committed with guns. So between... The, the, the guns didn't kill them. The people killed them. <laughs> um, the people, the guns were along, they were in it. They were accomplices. <laughs> they agreed to the murder. They helped plan out. Um, they were the 13th person in the ocean's 13th the gun was finally reluctantly showed up at the table and was like you know what i'm in it for the last time boys and then he ends up saving the young rough again that you know he sacrifices his old self for the young one and that's who goes on to be the lead character of the next movie okay this has been kyle's movie corner i just want to have a segment mike i didn't have a segment that i made up it's okay. I'm, I don't feel anything about it. Um, so between like the Pulse nightclub, none of that takes into account the Pulse nightclub. That's kind of a separate thing in the numbers they look at. Like it didn't count? Well, it doesn't count. Like this is more like, yeah, they don't count mass shootings in like these homicide numbers. Okay. Because like mass shootings are its own category of shit. Okay. So between like pulse in 2016 trump gets elected a lot of people are then you're like very nationalist i feel like nationalist is the nice way to say racist um and i shouldn't i don't know if i should say that what 
I don't know what I just said. Nationalist is no, it, you're right. Okay. It, it's absolutely right. All right, or you just do some racist things sometimes. That um, okay. So uh, like LGBT people are scared. Like yeah. they this is, even right now, but especially during that time, it's a scary time for people. Like rightfully so, because LGBT people more than other people are getting murdered. Um, yeah. So. I read an article in Motherboard by Ian Birnbaum um, that he wrote in March 2017. um, And Ian mentioned that the FBI doesn't release race data for their background checks. But anecdotally, after uh, Trump's election, gun store owners reported a fourfold increase in minority customers. And um, there are a few examples of LGBTQ people that... Uh, used guns that Ian interviewed and one who is my favorite Jacob this is not the Jacob huh or maybe it is the Jacob that gave us the one Jacob's everywhere (laughs) Jacob too I guess um his name Jacob Cruz who is bi I don't know if he makes pie (laughs) the article did not clarify I don't know why I'll stop there. Okay. Um, oh my. He, <laughs> okay. Uh, grew up in Fort Davis, Texas, which has a population of 1,200 people. Um, he said that in general, he uh, was not a big fan of guns, but he said his family were amosexuals. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's the only reason I included anything in here about they, Jace. They put Jake, up their ass? <laughs> they were the ones that are just shoving <laughs> guns up their butt, and they're like, yeah, let's do this. Um, it's like... I suppose in their vagina, we should be oh, you know, like, not gender-specific. Yeah, you're just putting bullets up your orifices. If you do, like, gun oral, what do you... Like, oh. Probably shouldn't make that joke, because it's suicide <laughs> blow your it'll it'll blow your mind <laughs> oh we're terrible this is an educational <laughs> podcast that teaches you educational things yep we're leading the way to hell we're showing you how to get there <laughs> this confirms that people that listen to us are either dumb or stupid stupid wait those are synonyms <laughs> damn it are either dumb or horrible okay um jacob too also said um he acknowledged the risk like he knows that i feel like uh, the people that at least ian talked about this article like get they understand what's going on jacob was like i know that it's risky that the numbers show that it's risky to have a gun in your house but he said quote we have a lot of dangerous things in our lives that are useful so we accept those risks hmm. so like a car is a dangerous thing that you just accept the risk. So it just seems like after Trump was elected and after the Pulse nightclub shooting, LGBT people, queer people were just like, the risk of owning a gun is worth it because I am scared. Yeah. Which is, that's shitty. I felt similarly. Yeah. I really did. Yeah. Um, so what we're going to do now, instead of reading about people from our mouths. Yeah. We're going to talk to someone. You're going to well, talk to somebody. With our mouths. Um, we are going to talk to uh, one of my best friend's brothers. Okay. Who is gay. His name is also Michael. Okay, that's fine. So we'll call you Mike and him Michael. Okay. Um, so we are going to talk to Michael Buss, who is a gun owner, lives in Texas. A gay gun owner in Texas. Yep. Okay. Hello? Hello. Hey. Hey. Are we back? 
no, we're not oh, no. doing that. <laughs> okay. That's not what we're doing. We're back. We're back. <laughs> we never left. Um, thank you for joining us. We are talking about guns. And, you know, when I talk about guns, I think about you. I don't know how that makes me feel, but <laughs> let's get I, into it. I think specifically because you talked about when you actually got a gun and, and, it, that real that conversation really stands out in my mind. So would you mind talking about when and why you bought your first gun? Sure. My first and only. I actually purchased my gun following a run-in with law enforcement. Ooh. Um, so in Austin, I was living in Austin, Texas at the time, and I was driving at night through a neighborhood, which is a very nice affluent neighborhood. Um, I drive a, a pretty new Honda, but I guess it wasn't fancy enough. So... I was being uh, trailed by a police officer because I guess they don't see that many um, non-fancy cars in their neighborhood. Well, I was just going to ask. And so it, it's it's really unfortunate that I have to ask this, that it's relevant to the conversation. But uh, are are you white? Are you a person of color? Uh, I am. I am white. Uh, I am white. Okay. I mean, like th- that ups the danger level like by 10 times if you're... Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Which I didn't... I don't think I properly knew at the time. Um, but... It, it kind of came to light in the conversation that I had with the police officer. Um, so I was driving through this neighborhood. I was going a little bit too fast, as I want to do. <laughs> and there was a stop sign, which I sometimes view more as a guideline than anything else. <laughs> and I guess I had, I had turned into the, into the far lane instead of the near lane, which is apparently an offense under Texas law. And so I, I uh, was pulled over by the officer, and I, I pulled into a church parking lot because, again, I was in Texas. <laughs> and the the officer came up and and I had at my t- at the time my concealed handgun license and my driver's license um, in my hand because in CHL training class they tell you if you're ever stopped by the police you need to present both forms of identification just in case they think that maybe you have something going on if you're not showing your ID hmm. maybe that's because you're doing something shady. Did you have so you so, didn't have a gun but you had a concealed handgun license? That's correct. Okay. Yeah, I kind of did it the the weird way, and I, I got my CHL first, um, mainly out of boredom, um, and because it was, it kind of sounded like a fun thing to do. Um, and so my boss at the time and I I took a day off um, on one of the kind of random federal holidays, Texas, and <laughs> yeah, and so went and got her CHL. So I had my CHL, didn't have a gun, was pulled over. The officer came up to the to the window, and he said you know, son, you were uh, speeding, you didn't stop at the stop sign and you turned in the wrong lane. So this is going to be a three offense ticket tonight. So do you want to have the ticket or um, would you like a lecture? And so I, uh, you know, kind of fumbled out the words, you know, oh, I'll, I'll take the lecture. Thank you. He said, you know, son, uh, are these us police officers are out here in the streets every day being gunned down and our families are counting on good gun-toting citizens like you to be carrying your weapon at all times. Oh my and God. so I need you to do whatever you can to always be carrying your weapon with you. What? And he, yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm not, I couldn't make this up. It's so insane. Um, so he handed me my licenses back. He shook my hand and said, have a good night. So I, uh, you know, left and... I couldn't believe it. And so from then on, I, I thought, well, maybe, you know, I should have a gun. Maybe this is a good excuse to get a gun. I've always wanted one. I think they're kind of cool. Um, 
And so I then decided to, to go and, and buy one, not realizing, you know, the potential negative impacts. So about when was this? I don't remember if you said. So this was in like June of 2015. Okay. So this was pre coming out. I came out in August of 2015, which I don't know that that has anything to do with my decision, but you know, it's, it's a, you know, something to potentially, I, I hadn't thought about that until recently when I was thinking through owning a gun that I, uh, this was all pre pulse and all of the massive, uh, kind of the mass shootings over the last few years, you know, I've gotten so desensitized to them, hmm. that the first one that really kind of hit me and really, you know, other than Sandy Hook was Pulse. Hmm. Um, and this was, of course, after I had my gun. And that was when I first really had my, kind of had my first uh, negative thoughts about having a gun and kind of thought through the morality of having one. Hmm. You, you were saying you're not sure if it's connected. The reason you wanted to buy one was connected to being gay or coming out even though it was around the same time period. How are you feeling about that connection right now? Where would you land right now? I don't think that it had something to do with it, but at the time I was kind of struggling with how to come out mm -hmm. and who to come out to first and how to go about the process. Cause I wanted to be super methodical about it because um, I'm, that's just the way that I'm kind of wired. So I think maybe it was just some last shred of, of, you know, heteronormativity, you know, being in Texas that I just wanted to feel that I was like, you know, a classically straight person hmm. by owning one uh, because, you know, everyone else that I knew who were, who I kind of looked up to as important people in my life, they, they all had them. Hmm. So I thought that maybe that was kind of a way of belonging. It also, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but here I go. Um, like, <laughs> It seems like in a time that you didn't have a lot of control, like buying a gun is something you can control. Yeah. For some reason, I, I think that there's something to that. I don't think that I felt like I was in control and it's not that I was living in a, you know, a bad neighborhood. There was, I, I wasn't driving through bad parts of town. I mean, I was living North of, of campus, you know, in central Austin and I was driving to, you know, downtown off, you know, West sixth street. I, I, it wasn't a, you know, a rough area of town. I know you, Kyle, you know, you know where I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, I guess part of me just wanted to feel like I was more in control. Hmm. Um, but then again, it's not until recently that I've really thought through why I bought it in the first place. So you, you, you say that your, your mind has changed or that you're in a different place now. Was there, a, was there a catalyst for that? Was there an incident of some kind? Or is this a, a slow evolution on your part? I think it's been a slow evolution. Definitely Pulse was the first time. I remember waking up that next morning and the, the news was still kind of coming through. It was, you know, the, you know, on Twitter, there'd be 14 confirmed dead and then 27 confirmed dead. And then it got up to, you know, 49 or 50, however many it was. Many it was. And that really, like, I, I had a, a really awful feeling in my stomach. Um, and I think it was around, around that time that I also stopped carrying my weapon with me uh, because I realized how silly and unnecessary it was. Hmm. Um, and I've been thinking through ways to get rid of it. But, you know, whenever I, I start thinking about how to get rid of it, it it's just a, a scary thought of, you know, this gun is in some way tied to me, I feel like I have responsibility over it and I need to 
to make sure that it's, you know, locked away forever and not used for, for bad. Yeah. The cool thing is in Seattle, you can compost guns. So they just go r- <laughs> just r- right with your That's apple awesome. course. Yeah. Yeah. It's really convenient. <laughs> Uh, we don't believe in recycling in Texas. No, 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 no. Landfill forever. So everyone assumes that in Texas, it doesn't matter who you are. You, you have a gun. Everyone owns guns. So they wouldn't be too surprised that a gay Texan has a gun. What's your feelings of that stereotype of Texans and and do your gay friends have guns? None of my gay friends, friends have guns uh, that I'm aware of, uh, mainly because it's not something that I really talk about anymore. Um, I think I had to like, you know, break the news to the, the um, guy that I'm currently seeing about it. And he was taken back a bit and he still remains taken back a bit by it. <laughs> and I, so I keep it kind of far out of sight and, you know, locked away. Mm. Um, you, you had to come out but, to your boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. As a gun owner. As a gun owner. <laughs> exactly. I love uh, it. So that was, <laughs> welcome to Texas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, do you have any final thoughts on guns? I think that guns should be, if not impossible, nearly nearly impossible to obtain. We should make it as difficult as possible. Um, you should have to wait to purchase a gun. You should have to go through some sort of intensive screening process. Uh, and less guns will, will mean uh, less violence, hmm. and especially less violence towards people who um, you know, can't help themselves. I think the, the majority of deaths that occur by gun are by suicide. Um, mm-hmm. And if there are less guns available, I think I read somewhere that the survival rate of a suicide attempt by gun is only 4%. Whereas if someone it, attempts suicide by cutting or by pills, it's over 90%. Wow. And so that alone should, you know, warrant some sort of discussion. Yeah. Well, well, there goes our NRA sponsorship. Thanks, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> We've gotten pressure to cut ties with the NRA late recently. <laughs> um, cool. I had no idea about those stats. So thank you for that too. Um, yeah. Don't, don't ask me for the studies on that one because like you, Kyle, I didn't do any formal research, <laughs> but uh... <laughs> I give guests a pass. I know. And it's so fucking annoying. Um, yeah, I was going to make a joke about gays with limp wrists holding guns, but it seems less funny now that you brought up suicide. <laughs> I apologize. So that's, yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah, you're, you should. Um, well, Michael Bus, <laughs> Michael Bus, thank you very, very much for being on. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Right. It was a pleasure. Should we take a break? Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Don't break it. <laughs> Are we back? We're back. We're back. You're back. You're back. I'm back. We're back. Everyone's back. Uh, we all scream for back. We're um, going to do our gayest and straightest, but first. But first. Guess what, Kyle? What? Hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. We're on Instagram now. Yeah, barely. <laughs> <laughs> our Instagram is gayish podcast. Yeah, it's the new addition to the fold of the gay. We're so good at Instagram. Yep. Just pictures abound. Just filters. How many pictures do we have up there right now? Somewhere between three and four. (laughs) (laughs) Three and a half pictures. Go uh, subscribe. What do the kids do these days? Instagram. You double click. Join us. You put in your email and your social security number. Yep. 
and then you wait for Jeeves to show up at your house with a Kodak. Instagram. Polaroid. Great. Polaroid. Okay. Um, also, I have some bad news for oh. me. Oh, God. What? And good news for you. Yay. On our iTunes review, yeah. we got a couple more iTunes review. That's great. Yeah. The score is now... I'm counting people that like mentioned like this person, my favorite, or thanks to this person. You're at three and I'm at one. Yeah. So two new. Suck re- it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you threaten uh, that. I, I'll do it. I, I know. I know better than to say that to you. Um, so one person said, Mike is my fave. Yeah. Fuck you, idiot. Um, also, <laughs> I mean, thank you so much for listening. Also, the latest review is from Gay Dad of One. Aww. That made me have feelings. But also, fuck you, Gay Dad of One. I hope your child kills you. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> too much? Too harsh? Somebody needs to write something nice about you so that you don't go crazy. I don't have any feelings about this. Everything's cool. Um, gayest and straightest. I feel like you've got... I'll, I'll go. Okay. I just feel like you've... Okay. Um, my straightest thing is I haven't had a haircut in so long. And I feel like gay people are supposed to be on point. Get that shit covered. Like... You know, particularly right now, it's like sides, like no one has hair on the sides of their head, mm-hmm. or they have very little of it. And I have a lot of it and I feel like it's not looking great. But then I, I don't know. Maybe it's just the circles that I run in, though. I feel like a lot of my gay friends are not only letting their hair just do whatever. They're encouraging me to let my hair do whatever. I've had at least three people say when I say I need a haircut, they go, no, you don't just like let it go for a while. I'm like. Shut your fucking mouth. What kind of gay are you? Maybe. Have you ever let it grow longer? Oh, it was like down to my shoulders in college for a while. Okay. Well, <laughs> there are limits that we need to discuss. Right. We need to have a safe word for your hair. <laughs> okay. Um, my hair is terrible. Okay. Uh, the gay. No, it's not terrible. It's. It's been better, but it's not <laughs> terrible. <laughs> it's a a hard five. <laughs> Which not weird. Need at least six, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, nope, everyone's beautiful the way they are. Okay, the, my gayest thing is this is a new thing that I'm like starting to see a lot and get super on board with is like being gender neutral in your references to people and things. Oh. Like a lot of people say his or her, like when they don't know the gender of the person they're talking about, like. Just fucking say they like we get I know we've been using it as a singular pronoun for forever. So don't pretend like we haven't just say they it's a lot easier. We'll get what you mean. Or instead of men and women, just say people like there's so many ways. It's it's super easy. Like I'm still getting used to it. So, you know, you just have to correct yourself. But then like once I get used to it, it's just going to be how I talk and it's going to be fine. And then I'll you know include more people what do we do when you're making an announcement though and you want to say ladies and gentlemen do you say like hey hey, bitches listen up bitches (laughs) (laughs) i'm saying things i don't know like why do you need to say what about like attention everyone yeah okay ladies and gentlemen at all (laughs) (laughs) no i don't know like hello people in their seats i don't have a good answer for you right now but i'm sure there are great ways to refer to i mean just say like hey everyone what's up homies all right 
Uh, what about you? The straightest thing about me this week, I'm actually kind of embarrassed about. Hmm. But uh, I went to a fraternity conference this weekend in L.A. Yeah, and met a whole bunch of people. I had a lot of meals with groups of frat guys. And uh, it was breakfast on Saturday. And I was asking this group of guys about their sleeping arrangements because they're undergrads and they're trying to do it on the cheap. So these seven dudes were sharing two hotel rooms. Mm. One of the rooms only had three guys in it. And so it could have been one person getting a bed by themselves and, mm-hmm. and two in the other one, right? Except this kid goes, and I'm paraphrasing, in case anybody listens, I realize that was at that table, I know that I'm paraphrasing, but he said something to the effect of, I, I'm sleeping on the floor, I only share a bed if it's with a girl. <laughs> to which, instead of challenging that or questioning that, I totally butched it up and laughed <laughs> and said, oh yeah, I get that for sure. <laughs> God. Um, I feel terrible. Yeah. I mean, like I get like sometimes when you're in like situations, you like don't out yourself or don't say the thing you might really feel to kind of like just, you just don't want it to be a thing. And that's yep. a weirdly like lucky thing that gay lesbian, like, you know, when it's about your sexual identity and you're not super obvious, like that's a kind of a lucky thing we can do, Yeah, but also kind of a like, yeah, there's like a bit of a, uh, uh, like self that's bad for yourself that you can do that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it is a teachable moment, right? To say, well, you know, that's kind of homophobic, yo. Yeah. But then you have to like, <laughs> but then you have, it's a thing and you, you have to, like, if it's uncomfortable, like yeah. that was at the beginning of breakfast, like then what, it's going to be the most awkward hour ever. Yeah. They're just going to have to quietly scoop their fruity pebbles into their mouth. Like, just without talking. I should have just like grabbed his face and put my mouth on his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That'll show him. Non-consensual kissing always gets your point across. <laughs> Especially since I'm, I'm an authority figure in the fraternity. That, that he, would have been, he would have had to go He has to kiss you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, the gayest thing about me this week, I you know I'm part of this underwear delivery service. I get a box of underwear every month and, mm-hmm. and um, that's gay enough. Mm-hmm. But uh this month I got these underwear that have this like elastic circle that you're supposed to put your dick and balls through so that there's like an, another chamber for that part. And it's to make them really stick out. Oh, um, and, um, boy, do they, (laughs) (laughs) did you say dick and balls? I think so. I mean, yeah, that's what I did. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> only supposed to put my dick in there i have no i've never had a separate chamber for them <laughs> that for me they're either the chamber in or out <laughs> <laughs> where's that wand harry <laughs> um i had something to say and then i forgot about it so. dick and balls dick and balls <laughs> <laughs> oh my new podcast is called dick and balls yeah with kyle uh no i don't know all right yeah cool great <laughs> So that's it. That's it. This has been Gayish. A special thank you as always to Charlie Finn for the use of our theme music. And thank you to Michael Buss for talking to us about his gun. And thank you to Michael Buss's gun. Thank you to Michael Buss's gun for not shooting anyone yet. Thank you to Adam Eyebrows for his walk of awesome last night at the Oscars. harnessed BDSM inspired walk of greatness. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Cool. Uh, that, yeah, that's it. Uh, I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. See you next week. If we don't get shot. If we don't get shot. Bye. Bye. <laughs> and hear me as 
Did we do it? Did we podcast?